trips right with ralph and dave i'm ralph i'm dave we are the little podcast that could they'll give anybody a podcast the podcast that still is we are just trucking along my friend we're trucking like a i was gonna swear i didn't though i mean you can hey no i don't do that we're we're trucking like a like a like a podcast has been around for about three years now yes three years pretty close correct yeah correct and uh, as as Tadog reminded us the other day, we love our ten listeners, and our ten listeners love us. We do, <laughs> and they they're consistent. And sometimes we get an extra six or so, but that's okay. We'll take Bonus. it. Bonus. Yeah. So we have uh, week two to delve into. As week three begins, we as are here on Thursday night. We love it. We got Steelers and Browns. Halftime of a real crap show of a game. Yeah, we got Mitch Please against Jacoby Brissett. You know what's not crap? That beard. Rid Ryan Fitzpatrick's Man. beard. His beard is still Fitzmagic. It's glorious. I think it could throw the football better than Trubisky. <laughs> Actually, one of my kids wants me to grow a beard like his. Really? Yeah. So I got to get, uh, get on that. What's your wife think about that? I mean, she'll get used to it. She could hide stuff in it if she wants to. <laughs> she could stop carrying a purse and just jam stuff up in your beard. Yeah. Phone, check. Van fob, check. Checkbook, check. check. <laughs> purse, check. Oh, man. All right, so uh, we're, we'll talk about how our leagues are going. We'll talk about how the NFL's going. We'll yeah. look at the week that was. Yeah. And uh, then we'll get the heck out of here and get you home to bed at and, a decent hour. And as I like to say, we got stuff for your ear holes. We do have stuff for your ear holes. Yeah. And how, you was your, how was your week, Dave? Well, uh, first I want to uh, thank you on air. Oh, stop. Uh, no, I'm first. It, I don't not, need an honor. Thank not you. just for being a stand-up human being and a pretty great podcast <laughs> host. <laughs> oh, shucks. But you got me a box of cigars. And, uh, I did. That's yeah. true. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited. You said that you had a gift for me. I did. Today or I yesterday. Wanted to, wanted to wet your whistle a bit. Yeah. Get you thinking about it. You got me uh, Monte Cristo, the Nicaragua series, 1935 anniversary. I can uh, safely say I have not had this one, I don't nice. think. Yeah, so... Yeah, I was telling Dave that I did a very minor amount of research, found something I could afford that was high quality. Sure. It's the number two cigar of 2021, according to Cigar Aficionado. It says it right there on the box. Yeah, 95 rated. That's pretty good. Yeah, 95. Yeah. I think that's out of 100, Dave. It is. (laughs) It really is. But really, if it's under, like, 91, they don't rate it. Like, they won't promote it on their site. Like, yeah, they don't say, sense. we're a 77. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to. I wonder what our podcast would be rated. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't make it on the make it on the site. Um, 
Can I show you something? I would love to show me something. Okay, I want you to look at this picture of Tom Brady. I just don't understand what... Yeah. Okay, he looks but like... have you seen this meme? No. Okay, you ready for what it's labeled as? Tom... <laughs> Tom Brady looks like someone drew Kevin Bacon from memory. <laughs> <laughs> If only you all could see it. I mean, it doesn't even look like a real person. No, it looks, he like, looks like a shrunken head. It looks like a skeleton you stick in your lawn <laughs> in Halloween time. Hey, tonight I can tonight I can share the drama that uh, that didn't get saved for your mama. I'm expecting it. Oh shoot! Okay, we better get going on these games then. Yeah, do we have anything better, else to do before we that? Better get crunk. Oh man, let me get my thing open here. No, I I oh, just want to say we. Uh, uh, we lost our first week in flag football. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. We went up against a formidable opponent. That's rough. And uh, two series in, well, first our guys threw back-to-back pick sixes, so we were kind of dejected from there. Is that what the conversation in the super fan chat was? Yeah. We were talking about that? Yeah. I didn't pay That's much okay. attention That's to it. Right. My apologies. Uh, actually, that, I think that was on League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> the League of shut. shut. But it's funny, real quickly, um, the boys played basketball. In the winter time, yep, and we went up against a team. Uh, they were really good, but they had a couple guys who played kind of dirty. Okay, right. This one guy was fouling everybody. Molly called him Squints because he looked like Squints from the Sandlot. <laughs> Little guy. I mean, he was he was a bulldog. Like a kid would fall down, Squints would jump on top of him, try to get the ball, rake the arm. So I see a kid who looks familiar. I'm like, God, how does that kid look familiar? And then I see another kid. I'm like, oh, no. And then I see the coach, same coach from basketball. And so I walk to the sideline in between shifts. And Molly's like, do you recognize those players? Do you see that coach? She's like, it's the same effing team from SLP. I'm like, I know, babe. We'll be okay. So true to form, squints. Graham's got a run going. And... I mean, when he gets ahead of steam going, you can't stop him. He's he's tough. This kid grabs onto Graham's jersey, and Graham is dragging him. I'm like, the and this refs. This is his first game ever. Officiating. Isn't that the whole point of the flag? Right. Is that that doesn't happen? And this is this kid's first time officiating. I'm like, hey, he can't do that. He can't do that. So he runs out, throws a flag. Yeah. So. Yikes. Yeah, we got it handed to us. But Nolan, my little sports star, had a pick six, and he ran one in for a touchdown. I, it, I, I had an idea that he would be gone if I gave him a handoff, but I want to give other kids a chance too. I can't, I can't play favorites with my kids. Sure. But if we need to score in a hurry, I'm gonna get it to him because he's dancing all over everybody. It was fantastic. How do you know? I mean, I've thought I've thought about this. Like you're you're looking at elementary school kids playing football. Yep. How do you know if a kid can play in middle school? Then you look at middle school football players. How do you know if they'll actually play in high school? And then you look at high school players. Is it obvious the ones that have a chance to play in college? I mean, those obviously think, get more obvious. But yeah. Like, do you do you have a feeling? Like, are these are the, are your boys going to be good enough that they can like play and be good at another level? I think if they stick with it, yeah. I mean, they have other interests, too, like track and basketball and, and other things. But, I mean, 
At what point do they have to narrow it down and pick something? I to have focus no on? idea because you hear all these guys who just start playing sports in college. I mean, those are one-offs. Yeah. But, I mean, I can tell from the kids that I'm coaching who actually have a bit of athleticism and and who are just there just because their parents signed them up that kind right. of thing or just to you know so they can make friends or or something like that. Sure. And then one other story, I'm sorry. No, no, you so, don't have to apologize for anything. So did I Ever. tell you the, the, the brothers who have their name on the back of their jersey? One's Pork Chop and one's Oogie Boogie. Yeah, I think you said that. So Pork Chop is like, Coach, Coach, I got to play, I got to play in the huddle. And I'm like, I got, you know, I've got these plays we're going to use, but, you know, maybe later. Coach, every time, Coach, I got to play. So finally I'm like, okay, what's the play? He's like, so I don't remember exactly what it was, but in practice we ran a play. And I'm like, is the one you scored a touchdown in? He's like, yeah, I want to run that one again. Because <laughs> he took a handoff, took it to the house, pretty much untouched. And I'm like, okay, we'll get you a run. So, and? Yeah. Didn't Stop. really go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to give the mystery for your mystery phrase for yeah, me? Yeah, but you're going to have to leave. Well, no, I know that. That's what I'm saying before we get into yeah. the games. Yeah, yeah. And then it's time to get this going. So we have time for the drama. Oh, oh, jeez. Careful. I'll turn off the fan while I'm up because I don't know if it's making noise. And it's pretty nice and cool out. I know. It's nice and toasty. Yeah. I think today we had a high of about 68, 69-er, somewhere in it there. Was straight up, it was straight up chilly. Yeah, we, we're getting some uh, some sweater weather, as they say on okay, Saturday Live. Uh, it'll be quick. Just walk to the end of the driveway and back. Sure. Okay. Yep. Okay. And I'm going to talk seductively into the microphone. Today's mystery phrase is going to be Rodrigo from Hard Knocks Detroit Lions. Malcolm Rodriguez gets a nickname Rodrigo. And hopefully he'll yell it out. He might even say Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker. It's a double whammy. We shall see. All right. So. Let's start talking about football. The week that was. He's talking to his uh, his puppy. So I'm going to start with the uh, Chargers-Chiefs, uh, the game we got to watch while uh, we were here last week doing our podcast that could. And we watched the Chiefs beat the Chargers, 27-24. It was, uh, it was a magical night. Um, not a lot of... Uh, High scoring that we were hoping for as fantasy owners. True. Um, but the Chiefs still got the job done. Uh, Mahomes throws for two touchdowns. Those go to Watson. We call him Tuddies. And McKinnon. You call him Tuddies. Um, and uh, CEH had uh, eight rushes for 74 yards. Um, and then uh, Kelsey went five of 51. CEH also added four catches. Uh, MVS had seven targets, only caught two of them. Kelsey also had seven. Uh, for the losers, losers, Herbert, three touchdowns, one INT. He was beat up a lot. He's got bruised ribs now. So, I heard. So we'll oh, see. Oh, when he went down, he was holding those ribs. Yeah. I thought it might be bad. And he kept playing. Yeah. He kept playing. He's a gamer. He's a baller. He's, he's a, a game maker. He's a playmaker. He's and a shot, shot caller. Yeah. In case you didn't know. The uh, running game for the Chargers was atrocious. Uh, CEH pretty much outrushed the whole uh, Chargers team. And then Mike Williams had the big game. 8 for 113, a tutty. 
Josh Palmer, my guy, had a touchdown. And then Horvath in the one 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 club. Congratulations, welcome to the club. Yeah, but he had two targets, so he kind of ruined it. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, Mike Williams got us all believing that he's the man. Just for next week to have three for 30. And also to have Keenan Allen come back. So that was kind of the impetus hey, of him yep. doing so Ooh, well. nice word. Thank you. Got that cigar. word of the day toilet paper. I do have a couple things to add here. Do it. Yeah. So the Chiefs are now 22-3 and three with Mahomes as their starter in the AFC West. No quarterback has guided his team to more wins in his first 25 divisional games since the merger in 1970. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Here's even better. Ready for this? I'm ready. Mike Williams is the first visiting player with at least 100 receiving yards and a touchdown in three consecutive games at Arrowhead. Kelsey is the only Chiefs player with such a streak. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then lastly, we talked about Herbert. Fractured to his rib cartilage day-to-day. Uh, the Chargers doctor caring for Justin Herbert's rib injury is being sued by Tyrod Taylor, the one who got stuck in the lungs. So, <laughs> Chargers, watch out. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> nice. It's dangerous. I'll take Browns Jets. Do uh, it. This was a uh, this was a heartbreaker for the uh, what should we call it for the Browns. Uh, there was a game winning touchdown at the end. I think you probably know why I'm picking this one, and it ain't because of Cleveland. If you catch my meaning. I might be, yeah. Anyway, the Browns are playing right now, but last week they lost 31-30 to to the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Joe Flacco threw that ball over, all over the field. 307 yards, four touchdowns, no INTs. He threw two of those touchdowns to rookie extraordinaire Garrett Wilson. You know where he went to school. Brown, brown, brown. He's not a zip? Nope. The Ohio State University. Is he a Cincinnati Eight. Bearcat? No. Eight catches, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. We call them mm-hmm. tutties. Corey Davis, two catches for 83 yards. He had a 66-yard catch and a touchdown. And Brees Hall caught a touchdown. As far as the rushing game, not much to speak of. Brees Hall added 50 on the ground. Yep. Uh, on And the game-winning touchdown was to Garrett Wilson, and it was beautiful. Uh, the Browns, Jacoby Brissett, 229, 1-1. It was the running game, though, that really went went crazy. Uh, 17 for 87 and three touchdowns for Nick Chubb. Yep. The one touchdown went to Amari Cooper, nine for 101 and one. Eh, he's so crappy. We call him Amari Crapper here. You call him Amari Crapper. I Crapper. sure do. <laughs> I like that Harrison Bryant, three for 45. That's a nice yeah. little... Nice little uh, Four targets, that ain't Contribution, bad. let's go. Let's and we, go. And we already know that David Njoku has a touchdown in tonight's game, let's so that's pretty fun. Let's go. Dude's got some abs on him. He sure does. Yeah, you want He does it, crunches. You your so, turn. You want to hear something crazy? Yes, tell me. The Browns crazy. had a 99.9% win probability with a minute 55 to go. That's how out of reach this game was. Yeah. One of the worst losses in NFL history. Um, and for the first time since 2018, the Jets won a game in September. It was Donald's first start. Will Zach Wilson get the job when he's healthy? That's what they're saying. Because Flacco, I mean, Flacco's not Superman, but he's slinging that ball all over the place, and now they won a game. Yeah. And... Zach Wilson coming in and looking terrible would not look good for Robert Sala and his staff. It would not. No, it's it true. Wouldn't. It wouldn't at all. But every indication they're giving is that 
it's uh, it's Zach Wilson's job. I mean, and it Flacco's should. You gotta you gotta it. see if he what you got. Yeah, you can't just. But I don't know. And then also at the very end of the game, uh, Nick Chubb took a carry for twelve yards and got a touchdown to go up thirty seventeen. The Jets had no timeouts. If uh, Chubb went down, the Browns would have run the clock out. Oh, that's what happened. And then uh, Salah and Flacco were talking, and Flacco says, "I'm thinking, okay, that's not what you're supposed to do." <laughs> no bueno. You're up. I'll take the crazy game. I'll take the game that people won some games, some matchups. I'm talking Dolphins Ravens. Oh yeah, you want that one? Huh? Another. Uh, well, that was next, anyways. Not on my list. Huge comeback in this one as well. Dolphins beat the Ravens 42-38. Uh, Tua, monster game. Six touchdowns, threw for 469 yards. Uh, zero running game. We won't even talk about that. We had Tyreek Hill, 11 for 192 touchdowns. Jalen Waddle, 11 for 171, two touchdowns. Gesicki cut a touchdown. River Craycraft? Craycraft? Craycraft. Yeah, it's, it's like the record is skipping when you say his yeah. name. River Craycraft had a touchdown as well, so congratulations, River Craycraft. Uh, Lamar Jackson, a losing effort, three touchdowns passing, one touchdown rushing, 119 yards on the ground as well. He was their offense. Uh, can't wait for Just King Dobbins to get back. You know what I'm talking about? I do, I do, I do. Uh, Bateman, 4 for 108 and a tutty. Andrews, Big you tutty, love to see it. Yards. 9, 104 and a touchdown. Demarcus Robinson, welcome to the Ravens, one for 12 yards, a touchdown. Yeah. Do you have anything to add on this one? Um, I would like to add that I I had kind of a funny conversation. One of my kids chimed in on. I was talking to the to the PE teacher, Mike, when I dropped my kids off. And he was we were talking about <laughs> fantasy football quick. And he said something about uh, Tua. I was playing against Tua. And I just, uh, uh, and I said, yeah, what a lucky, like, ridiculous uh-huh. thing. Like, people who have Tua just got bailed out you know like if you're counting on him you got bailed out and one of my kids goes it wasn't luck he's really good i said listen we'll call him bobby because i'm not gonna say kids names we'll call him bobby i said listen bobby he's not that good you tell me the next time you talk <coughs> to me the next time he has a game like that but i'm guaranteeing you and i bet you money that that's the best game of his career just happened he's not that good so give me a break and people are even saying like oh my gosh Tua's on my bench with all these points. There's no way in hell you're starting Tua over Aaron Rodgers, so just stop. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. I, I think, I'm trying to think of where I actually had Tua and he was starting. Mm-hmm. And the only one that I can think of, I, I don't have Tua in a lot of places, but one where I know I do is a start one quarterback and two super flexes. Okay. So, obviously, he's in in that situation, and I got the points. But, like, come on. To act like... It's the same way I felt about Eckler when he finally went off. Yeah. People who don't know what they're doing, luck out, end up having Eckler, and then he's good. You didn't plan... Like, you didn't know, oh, I've got this deep dive, like scouting that this guy uh, Austin yeah. Eckler is going to be really good. You're no elite fantasy football mind. No, you're not. A uh, couple things on this one. We have an IDP alert. <laughs> Marcus Williams, 10 tackles, 2 INTs. Good for 41.3 points. I, uh, yeah, I was big uh, big excited about that Marcus Williams. Going He's a Buckeye, right? No. 
but he was on the Saints. Uh, Dolphins came back 35-14. They were down in the fourth quarter to win. That's unbelievable. Yeah, Baltimore fans have to be uh, Unbelievable. Waddle and Hill, only pair of wideouts with 170-plus and two touchdowns apiece since 1950. That's pretty good. And uh, the 79-yard touchdown run by Jackson is the longest in his career. He now has 11 100-yard rushing games, surpassing Vic for most NFL history. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty special. Tua passed for more yards in the fourth quarter than Mitch Trubisky did in the first two games of the Jeez, season. Jeez, that's ridiculous. Yep. And Tua's now 8-1 and one against Super Bowl-winning head coaches. So now people are had an answer to the question, can he support both Waddle and Tyree Kill? The answer, in my opinion, is still no, even though this week it looked really good for both. Yeah, and now there's talk that Lamar Jackson wants out and that uh, teams are going to be ponying up to trade for him. All right, well. Could you imagine him in a Vikings jersey? <laughs> no. I, no, I don't have any comment for that. All right, I'll take Lions over the Comanches. 36-27. to 27. <laughs> Uh, let's see, the Lions. So, Goff kind of went off, 256-4. and four. He threw two touchdowns to uh, your guy, Amon Ross, St. Brown, the Hell, Sun God. Yeah, he is Nine for 116 and two on 12 targets. He's special. Josh Reynolds, that scrawny <clears throat> little guy, he had a touchdown. And then DeAndre Swift had a touchdown. Swift added 56th on the ground. Uh, by the way, Amon Ra, speaking of him, two carries for 68 yards. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, What? And then Jamal Williams, 12 for 53. So he continues to uh, be active and have a role. And T.J. <clears throat> Hawkinson continues to be garbage. Hey, by the way, the yeah. uh, one of the tied for the leading tackler was our boy Rodrigo, which is pretty fun. Bra, 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 bra! I mean, it was only eight tackles. I'm just excited. No, that was a misrephrase. Rodrigo was? Rodrigo was. Hey! And that was a double whammy, too, because it was either... Rodrigo here or Rodrigo Blankenship. Rodrigo, a Blankenship, which he's he died. Yeah. So okay, I mean, congratulations. We're like ten minutes. Thank in you. And you. That's got pretty it. good. And now Nicely we have done. nothing to look forward to. We may as well call this a game. <laughs> All right, Commanders. I mean Comanches. The Carson Wentz three thirty-seven and three with a touch or with an interception. Excuse me. Uh, the touchdowns went to one went to Curtis Samuel, who has been very active. He has. Seven for seventy-eight, yeah. nine targets. Um, he's kind of getting back to that uh, Carolina form. Uh, another touchdown to Dodson. He's got a nose for the end zone. And then Logan Thomas, he is alive. Yeah. And he's a tall drink of water. So three for 37 in touch for him. McLaurin had seven, sorry, four for 75 on yeah. eight targets. Don't apologize. That's okay. Um, and that's what I have to say about the, oh, sorry, the running game. <clears throat> Antonio Gibson, 14 for 28, which is really garbage, but he saved himself with a touchdown. Yeah. He also had two catches, which kind of helped, too, a little bit, maybe. Two catches for 13 yards didn't help much. Still two catches, two points. What do you got for this game, dude? You ready for this? I'm ready. Jared Goff. It's his sixth straight home game with at least two passing touchdowns. It's a franchise record. It's also the longest active streak in the NFL. What? What? You kidding me? Um, Amon Ra St. Brown has eight receptions, at least, in eight straight games, tying the NFL record. He also has six straight games with eight receptions and a touchdown, which is a new NFL record. He is, uh, man, I was wrong about him. He's really yeah. good. People thought he was going to fall off, but uh, 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 
It ain't happening. I mean, I I'm I I think now I'm officially <laughs> I think now I I will admit that I'm more worried about Jamison Williams carving out a stud role with Amonra there than I was about Amonra losing it to Yeah. Jamison Williams. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll see what happens. And the Lions have scored 35 plus in 3 games in a row for the first time since 52-53. Interestingly enough, 52-53 were championship seasons for the Lions. You don't say. I do say. It's right there. It's on the paper. And then here's a fun one. The Jets, Jags, Lions, and Giants all won this week for the first time since December 11th, 2011. Jeez. It's a long time. That's a long time. And IDP alert. (laughs) Aiden Hutchinson, six tackles, three sacks. Good for 41.3 points. The kid is here. Let's go. Man, he is fun to watch. He's Man. got a motor that just keeps going. I know. I love him in IDP drafts. It was so oh, fun. It's, it's awesome. So fun. Yeah. I'll go Pat Steelers. Oh, I was gonna, oh yeah, because I picked the Lions game. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I thought it was my turn. No, it's not. It's, it's not. your turn. It's not. Uh, Steelers. Pats put the whooping on the Steelers by 3-17-14. This game was a snooze fest. Mac Jones, one tutty, one INT. Damian Harris on the ground had a touchdown for 71 yards. And the touchdown went to Aguilar. What? Nelson Agholler. Six for 110, touchdown. Jacoby Myers had 13 targets, caught nine for 95 yards. That was pretty much their offense. Uh, Mitch, please. Touchdown, INT. Najee Harris, only 49 yards on the ground. He caught five, however. Uh, Deontay Johnson, six for 57. But Pat Pat had four and a touchdown. So, still a snooze fest. And I can't wait until uh, Pickett comes in and we have more fun. Agreed. I really hope he's good. And that uh, Fat Pat had seven targets, which is good to see. Yeah, he's getting some solid tight end targets. I like it. And I have nothing for this game because it was such a snooze fest. Well, good. My turn then. Speaking of annoying games, Buccaneers over Saints 20-10. to Do it. Brady got off the schneid and actually beat the Saints, but it came at a cost. Uh, Brady came at a price, I should say. Brady 190 and a touch. The touchdown went to uh, Rashad Perryman, Mm -hmm. the Predator, the hairless one. Mike Evans, 3-for-61, and he got in a little little scuffle a little with Marshawn Lattimore. Again, that's the second time they've, they've Marshawn Lattimore up. of Glenville High School in Cleveland, Ohio, yeah. and the Ohio State University. You don't say. He's a real instigator. Is he? Because they breed him tough out there. He's a jawjacker. So uh, <clears throat> he, basically, he was John and did something, went after Brady, Brady jawed, and then Evans was protecting Brady, shoved him, and he's suspended. Actually, what really happened? Brady started it. Yeah. He's like, what you gonna do? Fournette then comes in and gives Lattimore a shove. And then Evans comes from the sideline. Is that why he got suspended? Because he was coming from the sideline? Yeah. And I think it's because they have a history as well. So, and he appealed it, but still got suspended. Uh, Fournette, speaking of, 24 for 65 on the ground. Uh, Caught two for nine. 
but yeah, it was a pretty sad offensive day for the Buccaneers. Absolutely. Yeah, but they still won. They did. On the other side, uh, Jameis Winston, 236 and a touch, but he had three interceptions. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. The touchdown went to Michael Thomas, six for 65. Yeah. He certainly seems like he is uh, back in form, which is pretty fun. You love to see it. All of his touchdowns are coming late in the game, though. It's a little scary. He makes people worry. He makes people worry. Yeah, like who? Me. Uh, Chris, because I'm trying to survive a guillotine. Yeah. Basically, like I got oh, yeah. Godwin's hurt, Evans suspended. You I got him dropping like right. flies. So, uh, and I did not get any of the guys I bit on this week. But I'm assuming we'll talk about that. Sure, um, sure, sure. Chris Olave, he got uh, five for eighty on thirteen targets. Yeah, he did. Not a great catch rate, but you know, eighty yards. Take that. Uh, Melvin Ingram was pretty active. He had a, he had a, uh, nope, that's Mark Ingram. I had a brain hiccup. That's Mark Ingram. It's okay, it happens. He lost a fumble. I was thinking Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram plays for the Dolphins now, doesn't he? I can't. I think he's a Dolphin. I think he was involved in know. that shellacking. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so just don't mind me. I don't know what I'm talking no, about. Fine. I'm assuming you all have an IDP alert on Devin White. It's possible. 11 for a sack. Tackle for loss. He had a good game. Yeah, he also had a forced fumble. And a forced fumble. It's good for 37.3 points. <laughs> also, Shaq Barrett had uh, five tackles, two sacks, and a forced fumble. Nice. Uh, did you know Winston was playing with four fractures in his back in this game? And he was just in a lot of always pain. something for him. Just never Oh, fails. my eyes. I can't see. Oh, my back's broken. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom Brady will now take every Wednesday off for the rest of the season. He's getting the vet uh, special. And we have a a veteran signing for the Buccaneers. They signed Cole Beasley. It's pretty juicy. With their uh, depleted wide receiver core because uh, Perryman's hurt. Gage is hurt. Even Kate Otten came up on the injury report. It's funny. I've dropped Cole Beasley pretty much everywhere, Uh except I'm pretty sure I still have him in Frozen. There you go. We will see if uh, we'll see if he can build a little rapport with uh, with the vet. Let's do it. Your turn. I'll take the uh, shutout that was. Here's a surprising game. This might even be more surprising than the the uh, come from behind wins. The Colts amounted zero offense against the mighty Jacksonville Jaguars. Twenty four zero was the final score. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the uh, Colts because they were absolute trash. Three interceptions were thrown. How does Jonathan Taylor only have nine carries? I... It's a humiliation. Well, it was 17 nothing at halftime, so doesn't, they were playing from doesn't behind. doesn't matter. But it does help when you set the run up. You get the run going to set yeah. up the pass. I mean, it doesn't matter. You still need to, yeah. And Matt Ryan threw 30 times, so... Oof. Um, Trevor Lawrence goes 25 for 30. That's pretty good. 235, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and no sacks. His jersey stayed clean. He can use it next week. Uh, James Robinson out-touched in rushing ETN 23 to 9, out-rushed him 64-20, and a touchdown. Uh, but ETN got three catches for 33 yards, so eat that, Robinson. And then Christian Kirk is getting his money. His money's worth. Six for 78 on two touchdowns. And Ingram had seven on eight targets. So 
yeah. Trevor Lawrence is looking for those guys. It's awesome to see. And Agnew's one target really could have been a touchdown, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was a deep target, and it was close. It was close. The Jags have now won eight straight games against the Colts in Jacksonville. The Jags have shut out the Colts three times since 2017. Holy crap. And now the Jags have sole possession of first place in the AFC South. When's the last time we said that? I don't know, Dave. You can't think of it. No. I didn't even do the research on it, so. <laughs> All right, I'll take uh, the 2-0 and Giants. Did you hear me? The 2-0 and Giants. So weird to hear 19 that. 19-16 over the 0-2 Panthers. Probably the worst 2-0 and team in the history of 2-0 and teams. It's possible. Uh, I don't think that's particularly close. <laughs> Danny Dimes, 176 and a touch. The touchdown went to... Daniel Bellinger. Hey-o. He had one target and he caught it for a 16-yard touchdown. Works for me. Young fella, welcome to the NFL. Worked for me. Uh, other than that, it was pretty much nothing. Richie James it was the main guy, 5 for 51. On the ground, Saquon had 21 for 72, and he added 3 for 16 through the air. So they didn't do much, but enough to win the game. Uh, check kicking. Graham Gano, four field goals. There it is. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. On the other side, you had Baker, 145 and a touch. That touch went to DJ Moore, thank the Lord. And that was pretty much the only thing that happened through the air. And Christian McCaffrey, 15 for 102, and he added 4 for 26 through the air. Yep. Uh, McCaffrey ends up on the injured list this week. He's got a, a sore ankle. And Shocker. then I saw that Galladay cleaned out his locker. In the Giants locker room, so we'll see what happens there. <laughs> They're paying him a ton of money. I, I just I just don't get it. And He's, he did not play? He played. He didn't have any targets. Just no targets. Wow. Yeah. And Tony had what? Two catches for zero yards on three targets. He's banged up now, too. Good Lord. Excuse me. (laughs) I will go on to the Falcons and the Rams. We're ramming it. And they rammed it home. 131-27. In a losing effort. 131 points? Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Marcus Mariata, two touchdowns, two INTs. Uh, Not much in a rushing game. Uh, But Algier had uh, 10 carries. Matched Patterson's 10 carries. So there's that. I think Patterson might have got nicked up in this game, maybe, possibly. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but Drake London, man, 12 targets. No one else had over three. Caught eight for 86 and a touchdown. Uh, Kyle Pitts only had two catches or 19. But Olamide uh, Zacchaeus had a touchdown as well. That Seeing Pitts makes my heart hurt. You know what, though? Keep. Keep being terrible. Give me that buy low opportunity because I'll still pay a king's ransom yeah, for him. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, so when Ritter steps in, he'll start drilling it, right? Is that what you're talking about? Or next year? I mean, year. next year is yeah, more what I'm year. thinking of. Yeah. For the, Not uh, optimistic for this year. For the defending Super Bowl champion, Matt Stafford, three tutties, two INTs. Uh, Daryl Henderson, 10 carries and a touchdown. Akers with 15 carries this time, so that's good to see. He also had two catches, but of course, Cooper Cup, 14 targets, caught 11, 108, two touchdowns. 
A-Rob had the other touchdown. Higby also 7 for 71, so that's good to see. Um, and then I have a quote. i got a funny quote for you. Okay. Ready for this? Yes. Mark Sanchez describing Rams offensive lineman Coleman Shelton. And I quote, he's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears out his search history. Oh my God, I saw that. I heard that during the game, and I was like, did he really just use that line? He's been waiting to use that this whole time. And then Kyle Pitts' career production in wins, 81.1 yards, in losses, 41.3 yards. Yeah, so throw the kid the ball. Exactly. Oi. All right, I'll take Bengals and Cowboys. Okay. Uh, the Cooper Rush Show. Wow. Uh, they they win twenty to seventeen. Cowboys over the Bengals. Hmm. Burrow continu- continues to struggle. Hundred ninety nine yards and a touchdown. The touchdown went to T Higgins. Chase had a very understated day. Five for fifty four. Mixon nineteen for fifty seven on the ground, and three for twenty six through the air and burrow ran four times i feel like that's not a good sign for uh no for the bengals if pretty sure it was him times. running for his life actually exactly yeah on the other side cooper rush 235 and a touch he threw it to noah brown you know where he went to school Oof. the please tell me akron ohio state university are there any professional players who went to akron i'm gonna have to google that isn't akron where kareem hunt played is it i don't know Maybe. It was either Akron or Toledo. Oh. What's Toledo? What are they? I don't remember. Mud hens. All right. Uh, so anyway, Noah Brown. Uh, <laughs> CeeDee Lamb had a decent day compared to what he did the first week. Uh-huh. At least. I mean, 7 for 75, you'll take that compared to what it had been. Uh, Zeke was not good, 15 for 53, but Pollard uh, did have the touchdown on the ground. Uh-huh. And he had four for 55 through the air as well, so Pollard actually had a nice, well-rounded game. That's the game. Uh, Burrow was sacked. Ooh, Parson had two sacks. Yeah, Burrow, boy. Burrow was sacked 51 times last season. Okay? Yeah. Uh, he's on pace to be sacked 111 times this season after That's two games. That's scary. And then Cincinnati is the first team in the Super Bowl era to start 0-2 despite... Being at least seven point favorites in each game. Whoa, not good. Uh, you mentioned Jamar Chase not having a really good game. Trevon Diggs in coverage against Chase, two catches allowed, fourteen yards allowed. So, put it down on him. And then Parsons has seventeen sacks in his first eighteen games, which is the most official sacks any player had through eighteen games. That kid is everywhere. He's so much fun to watch. 33.5 points in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Holy good shot. I'll go Texans Broncos. Oh, nice choice. Yeah, not really. That was a snoozer, <laughs> yeah, too. Nobody wanted to win this, this game. Uh, Davis Mills keeps playing like this. He's not going to have a, a job next year. He's really got to get it together. I like the kid, but he's got to get it together. Yep. Uh, but Damian Pierce, we love to see this. 15 for 69. He's getting increased touches. Get excited. Added a catch as well. Uh, but it was Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks. Nine targets and ten targets respectively. Both caught four of them. 58 yards and 54 yards. But no offensive 
touchdowns. It was all kicking for them. Uh, Denver didn't fare much better on this one, Ralph. I hate Russell Wilson. Yeah. I hate him so much. I, I, I hate him as a, a Bronco, too. Uh, he had a touchdown. That went to Eric Saubert. Cortland Sutton had 11 targets. No one else had more than four. He caught seven for 122 yards. Williams, 15 carries, 75 yards. Uh, yeah, terrible game all around. You know how bad this game was? How bad was it? Broncos fans were counting down the playcock to prevent another delay of game penalty. They were actually counting down because they had some delay of game troubles for the Broncos. So they were sarcastically counting down the play clock for their own team to help them out so it didn't happen again. Wait, this is the fans? Yes. Oh, my Lord. And then here's another uh, Hackett is the coach of the Broncos who is in over his head right now. Yeah. Last week, debacle at the end of the game. This week, here's a... a McManus got a 54-yarder, was wiped out by delay of game. Yeah. Okay. Hackett... Decided that a 59-yarder is too far, so they punt. He went for a 64-yarder at the end of the game last week, but we're not going to try for 59. Uh, Terrible. All right, 49ers, 27-7 over the Seahawks. Both teams now 1-1. On the Seattle side, Geno Smith, 197 in interception. Uh, the receiving game was mostly Lockett, 9 for 107 on 11 targets. And the running game was absolutely non-existent, 6 for 15 for yeah. Penny, 4 for 10 on Walker's debut, but he caught 2 for 5. So yeah, that offense was just terrible. Terrible. On the other side, Trey Lance, uh, he go. <sighs> Broken <laughs> ankle? Foot. Yeah, broken ankle. ankle. Not the kind of broken ankle you want. If you know what I mean. Oh, you know what? You know what? I made it through half of the Netflix uh, Rise and Fall of And One. Oh yeah. Tonight, very interesting. Interesting. I'm gonna have to check that out. Talking about the mixtape and the tour and how the professor came about. Really good. Anyway, so Trey Lance uh, he died, and now Garoppolo comes in. Thirteen for twenty-one, one fifty-four in a touch. The touchdown he threw went to Ross Dwelly in Kittle's absence. Ayuk had 5 for 63, Debo 5 for 44, that was about it in the receiving game. Uh, Jeff Wilson 18 for 84, so he is the main guy in the run, running game. Although Tyrion Davis Bryce had 14 touchdowns. Oh, 14 try that again. Because that, that would be a go, record. Go, that would go, be, go. That record would never be no, broken ever. 14 rushes Good for 33 loud. yards. And then Debo had 4 for 53 on the ground yeah, as well. Yeah, he did. So, uh, yeah, it was... <laughs> Oh, and Garoppolo and Juszczyk both had rushing touchdowns. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, it is, it's Garoppolo time. And I know in Vampire, I <clears> bid, <throat> I think, 56 bucks out of my 100 to make sure I got Garoppolo to back up Mahomes because I go. lost Trey Lance. Yeah, that was the right, right play. Thank you. Did I you, think so. Did you get him? I did. Oh, good. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, I'm so actually it... starting him over Mahomes this week. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm not good at this. <laughs> Why do you have a podcast then? So Lance out, broken right ankle, season-ending surgery. Shanahan said he could make a full recovery within 10 to 12 weeks, said the surgeon. What? I don't know. 
And then uh, Kyle let the kid rest. And then get better. Here's another quote for you. Okay. We got quotes. 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 Kyle Shanahan on how Jimmy Garoppolo looked in the game. Looked good. Still handsome. <laughs> he is very handsome. He is. Uh, Did you see the press conference where they brought up? So, uh, have you thought about how the incentives are going to really work in your favor now? And no. They were like, Do you know you made $350,000 playing this game. And he goes, yeah, I didn't really think about that till just now. Yeah, I even have that right here. That's my next thing. He said, now that you said it, it feels good. Yeah, because you remember all those incentives I talked about that other week? Mm-hmm, I do remember yep. that. And then here's uh, another example of a terrible team with the Seahawks. You ready for this? Yep. The Seahawks put all four of their running backs on the field at the same time just to throw an interception. If you're going to be bad, you might as well be unpredictable, right? be really bad. Hey, IDP alert. Your guy, Nick Bosa. Yeah, buddy. Four tackles, two sacks. Good for 33 points in the league. Yeah, buddy. All right, we have 15 minutes. Can we get through four games? Oh, shit. I mean, yeah, we can. Let's go. Cardinals. Oh, your turn, right? Yeah, Cardinals Raiders. Raiders. Hurry up. Tell me what to do. <laughs> uh, the Cardinals win this one in overtime. Did you watch this game? I I, I got to watch a little bit of football, so that I was did. good. I, I watched the end of this. Uh, Kyler Murray, I have a fun quote uh, or a fun something about him at the end if you want to stay tuned. <laughs> okay. Uh, he had a touchdown true to air. He had a touchdown on the ground. Darrell Williams had a touchdown on the ground as well. Uh, Zach Ertz, 11 targets. Marquise Brown, 11 targets. Caught eight and six. Uh, Greg Dortch had a touchdown. They call him Dortch the Torch. Did you know Do that? Do they really? Oh, interesting. The losers. Good Derek Carr had two touchdowns. One went to Darren Waller. One went to Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams had two catches on seven targets and Weird. a touchdown. Yeah. How do you live with yourself? Um, I I don't understand. Um, Renfro had uh, ten targets, caught seven. He had some costly fumbles. He had the he had the he had the yips. He had the yips. He had the yips. Uh, so at the end of the game, uh, he gets absolutely blasted in overtime. Fumbles the ball. They scoop it up. Cardinals do. I forgot yep. who got Byron it. Byron Murphy. Yeah, Byron Murphy scoops Scooped it up. Scooped it up, ran down. It was very exciting. And and Ren- Renfro, was he hurt or sad? Because uh, there were a lot of people around he's, him. He's concussed. Okay. Yeah. But at the very end of the game, when uh, Murphy's running it in, really quickly, if you blink, it looks like he let go of that ball before he crossed the line. Oh, it boy. was very close. Oh, boy. Very close. Uh, Devontae Adams, two catches. Last time he had less than three catches in a game was 2017 with Brent Hundley as his quarterback. Yuck. When he was on my team in Madden, he averaged 13 catches a game. One of the greatest scouting report one-liners ever about Kyler Murray. And you're never going to not see this now. You ready? Mm-hmm. He runs like a toddler that just stole their parents' phone. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. 
Yep. Well done. Thank you. Although I don't know why I'm congratulating you. It's not like you came up with it. Oh my goodness gracious. Is it my turn yet? Uh-huh. Alright, I'll take the Bears and Packers on Sunday night. Do it. Hey, Sunday night. Alright, uh, Bears lost the Packers 27-10. to 10. Uh, Fields. Ugh. 7 for 11 for 70 and an interception. Yikes. He also... He ran one in, which saved his day, but goodness gracious, that's rough. He could have had a second one, but they called it yeah. not a touchdown. Yeah. Monty, 15 for 122, and he caught two for 14, so he was really good on the ground. Herbert got involved a little bit. The only receiver worth mentioning, and I, that's a stretch, is two for 39 for Equinemius St. Brown. Yuck. Just a brutal, brutal game. Um, on the other side, Rodgers, 234-2. Two touchdowns went to Aaron Jones and uh, Alan Lazard, who is back and better than ever. I don't know about better than ever, but he no, got a touchdown. But now he's hurt again. Sam, of course he is. Sammy Watkins, his bones are made of glass, but I don't know. He's not hurt yet from he's, what I know. Yep, he's on the injury report too. Is he really? And Watkins. Three for 93 for Sammy Watson. Watkins. So that's good for him. Um, and then Jones had a big day on the ground to go with his, uh, to go with his receiving touchdown. Yeah. He had 15 for 132 and a touch. Dylan modest day, 18 carries, but only 61 yards. He has a modest modest day. Uh, Preston Smith, seven tackles, two sacks, 35 points in league. That's that's all I'm going to talk about about that one. All right, I'll go. Oh, Monday night, buddy. I'll do the sad one. Monday night. My Vikings lose. uh, Outmatched, outgunned, outcoached 24-7 to the Eagles. Uh, This was a humbling game after they dismantled the Packers. Yeah, it was. The Philadelphia Eagles now dismantle them. Uh, Cousins threw three interceptions. Just terrible. Cook, non-existent. Um... Jefferson had six for twelve or twelve targets, six touchdown or six receptions. Irv Smith had the lone touchdown. Bye guys. Hey buddy. Hi. Wanna come talk about football? You talking about sports? Sports! Yeah. We're on the Vikings game right now, it's sad to say. Ooh, that's a bad one. Yep. Hey, I haven't seen this yet. You know we're recording right now. It's okay. We were just saying hi. Hi. Okay. Hi. You're famous now. It to, looks great. To ten people. Alright. Has Nick Chubb done anything? No. Oh. <laughs> Nada. Sorry. He just got tackled. Sports. Yeah, sports. <laughs> it's it's what's radio. for dinner. <laughs> uh, Irv Smith had the lone touchdown. He dropped a gimme as well. I If he could have that back. He had a nice little amount of tight end targets. He did. It was great to see. Um, eight overall. Only caught five. Uh, but for the winning team, they could do nothing wrong. They were wide open. The scheme was amazing. So uh, kudos to Sirianni for whooping them. Uh, Hertz threw for a touchdown, ran for two more. Even Sanders ran for 80 yards. Uh, Goddard, 5 for 82. Devonta Smith, 7 for 80. Quez Watkins had a long 53-yard touchdown. Um yeah, it was a total butt whooping. 
It was. It was. Darius Slay just owned Justin Jefferson. He, yeah, he was the NFC Defensive Player of the Week. And actually. Kirk Cousins really needed to just look elsewhere. He kept trying to force it to Justin Jefferson, and it was, yeah, it wasn't working. He had him. It was he owned him. That's that's his dad now. Yeah, so. I have another quote for you. Okay, we got time. Uh, because the Vikings play the uh, Lions next week. Dan Campbell. Uh, how did Dan Campbell scout the Vikings Eagles on Monday Night Football? He said, normally like any fan would. I fell over backwards in my chair drunk after the second half. I couldn't even take notes anymore. Woke up, couldn't read my notes, but I'm back this morning. <laughs> Took some aspirin. We're good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's the most entertaining yeah, guy. They are my second favorite team. Uh, Eagles punt returner Britton Covey denied access to players lot before Eagles game after staff didn't believe he's on the team. <laughs> And it was their stadium. Jeez. And then lastly, uh, the last two times Minnesota won the NFC North, they began their season with one win on their home field and a 17-point loss on the road. You want to do the math, the score of this game? They lost by 17. You getting goosebumps yet? I'm not going to lie. I lost track of what we were talking about. The last two times Minnesota won the NFC North. Yes. They began the season with a win at home. Yep. And a 17-point road loss. Okay. They won last week at home. Yeah. This is a 17-point road loss. Oh, I see what you're saying. We're coming! We're coming! Uh, okay, we're coming. Got it. And Darius Slay. On one tackle, two INTs, 33.8 points. There's always next week. All right, let's quickly get this last game done so we can talk about some fancy and some drama. The Bills whooped it on the Titans. You can say it. 41 to 7. No, I mumbled it. It's fine. Okay. 41 to 7. Bills over Titans. Uh, Josh Allen was incredible. 317 for four touchdowns. He also had one rush for 10 yards. He just didn't need to do anything but throw it to Stevon Diggs. 12 for 148 and three. Gilliam had the other touchdown. Uh, this fullback Gilliam looked active and spry yeah. and like a real monster. It's true. So I don't know where he came from, but that was pretty fun to watch too. Um, Case Keenum even got in the game. He threw two passes. Neither was complete. Uh, Cook had 11 for 53, so that's uh, he was the leading rusher, and he got a little bit of an opportunity, mostly because it was a blowout. Garbage time, yeah. Uh, Jake Kumaro got a couple passes for 50 yards, which is fun. Um, that's the... Go to the other side. Tannehill, 117 and two interceptions. Malik Willis got in. He didn't do anything after that. Uh, Derrick Henry, completely bottled up. He did have a touchdown, but 13 for 25. Uh, it was Traylon Burks in the receiving game, 4 for 47. Robert Woods, 4 for 39. And that's what we have to say about that. Yeah, one little nugget for you. I like nuggets. <laughs> Josh Allen is now... The third most rushing. He has a third most rushing touchdowns in Bills history. Third most in history? Yeah. Wow. With only 63 games and as a quarterback, uh, he has more than C.J. Spiller and Marshawn Lynch combined, despite playing for half as many games. He needs 25 more to reach O.J. Simpson. That's it. Fred Jackson's not on that list? No. Interesting. Yeah. 
He probably is, but they're combining C.J. Spiller and Marshawn Lynch. So Jackson. Do you remember Steven Jackson? You remember how of frustrating course. he was with the Rams? He had those dreads. Yeah, big yeah. beefy guy, never scored any touchdowns. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a beast. Interesting guy. Uh, and obviously Thurman Thomas has the most, but he could probably catch him at some point. I don't know what the numbers are, but anything's possible. Just it's ask KG. Anything yeah. is possible. <laughs> Uh, before we take a break, so this and one deal. Yeah. So the and one guys, they start this company. They they have their they came out with shoes. They decided that was the only way they could compete with Nike. They had to come out with shoes. Of course. They recruit Stefan Marbury. He's the new young thing. He's coming in the NBA. Starbury. And he is he comes. It's their the guys who inv- who start and one. Their courtside Stefan Marbury for the Timberwolves is wearing the and one shoes. Goes up for a layup, comes down on the foot, snaps his ankle. Oh, no. He's out for, I don't remember, out for the year or whatever. Yeah. But basically, he's sitting there writhing in pain. With their shoes on. With their shoes and oh. that logo of the like white um, uh, uh, silhouetted basketball guy on the bottom of the shoe. And they're just like, oh my gosh, we, we're, we're going to be bankrupt. We're going to be bankrupt. We just watched it go up in flames. It's so... It's just so interesting. That's fantastic. And I was just, I was excited that Claire was elsewhere tonight because I was like, I, I really wanted to watch that. I only got halfway through, which is a bummer, but I think I, uh, I think I'll check it out. It's worth checking out. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break and yeah, we're back in two and two, baby. play us in every week and bone thugs I, I am right at that straight out of cleveland not even loving the, it not even the first of the month either loving it all right so how did your teams do this week dave first i want to ask oh check out your phone i sent oh, yeah. you a, a you picture <laughs> oh no oh i can't unsee it Dave sent me. <laughs> do you want to? So basically, what I sent is, it says, "No wonder Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup have such a good connection. He and Stafford's wife look exactly the same. I think her name's Kelly. Kelly Stafford. Yeah. If you take off the hair, 
And the facial hair. It's, they are twins. It's the exact that same person. That is horrifying, that and great? I wish I'd never seen that. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Oh. And then the other one you already shared with me. Yep, we already shared. All right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I had a good week again. Uh, I went 17 and 8 again for the second week in a row. Nice. Yeah. Pretty fun. I am undefeated in eight weeks. I'm defeated in three. (laughs) I'm I'm defeated in three. Yeah. Uh, Book of Spells. I lost by six, which was unfortunate. I started Fields, who got me 8.8 over Flacco, who would have gotten me 28.8. But I figured Fields would have some garbage time points because they'd be down, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So that was a big bummer. I'm sorry. That's okay. I survived both guillotine leagues. Okay. On uh, guillotine.com, the league I'm in without you, I went from 79.42... In week one, which was fourth worst, to 164.12, which was second best. Wow, look at yeah, you, big shooter. Up. I was the highest score in our Vampire Nation league again. Okay. That's two weeks in a row. 169.3 week one, 162.1 week two. And then the other highlight, well, actually, it's a low light. <laughs> Last week, I lost to I Am Snow in Devi. Demigods, 202.65 to 202.1. This week, I lost to Shane4109, 238.55 to 239.3. <laughs> Last two weeks, I lost by a total of 1.3 points. that's ridiculous. Yeah. that I've never had a stretch like that ever, and... We were two of the top three scoring teams. I would have beat everybody else. But you, that you know that comes back to earth. You can't beat yourself up. I know. But you can't be that unlucky all year. I know, but still, it's it's pretty funny to see. It is funny yeah, to see. It is funny to see. Um, I lost in I lost in Vampire. Uh-huh. Uh So I'm now one and one, and I but I'm at the top of my division. I'm the top highest scoring team in my there division you go. at least. Uh, High Castle, the tower. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's fine. And I have won two, I'm, oh, I, try again. I'm two and oh in, uh, the World Empire League. Are you really? I sure am. I'm at the top of my division Mm. with 274 points for, I'm looking at top 16. He's only got 265 and he's the team that won last year, I believe. Where you at top 16? So I'm feeling uh, feeling very good about that. Now my total points for doesn't compare to uh, many of the other teams in the right. league. However, I'm pretty excited about my little team that could. Uh, Amonra St. Brown, I will admit, is carrying me. Good for you. Uh, since this year, I remembered that I he isn't. Last year, I remember he was just on my injured reserve, and I had no idea he was there. Yep. So glad I survived. That would have been embarrassing <clears throat> if I hadn't survived and, and remember that. Also the. Um, also, the this week, I believe the Bills' defense and Tyler Bass really uh, helped mm-hmm. carry me, too. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I am 0-2 in this league, 209 points for I am not doing well at Uh-oh. all. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh. Yeah. Better get Mako. All right. In the guillotine league, for me, um, I scored... Oops. Okay. Uh, let's see. I scored... 
128 last week. Mm-hmm. The team that got eliminated... Uh, let's see. The guy with 69... Oh, no. 69 was Little Ponies. She was the one eliminated. Yeah. So she had a really rough week. So then we went to uh, doing the uh, the waivers for the, uh, for the good players from her team. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I put in my entire $56 I had left for Jonathan Taylor. He went for 70 Oof. Uh, I put in a modest $11 for Monty, just in case I didn't get Taylor, but he yep. went for 32 I was surprised he went for that much. I put in another modest uh, $21, I believe, for uh, Michael Pittman. Almost got him. He only went for 26 That would have been nice to have, since I have knucklehead Mike Evans now mm-hmm. riding the pine. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the only guys I really put bids in on, so I did not get anybody this week. Okay. So I'm looking at my team and I'm thinking, well, let's go. <laughs> uh, but I, obviously, if Justin Jefferson doesn't perform, I'm not going to last very long. Yeah. He's got to he's got to get his stuff together. Yeah, I I put in a couple of small bids on everybody. I did get one player. I got your favorite guy. I got Kirk Cousins. Gross. As a, a backup, just in case. Um, and I'm just seeing how I'm doing right now, and uh, I have uh, Fat Pat. Who has one target and didn't catch it? He has zero points for me right now. Brutal. So uh, that's not uh, how I wanted to start this week. So we'll see what happens. In the Frozen North Dynasty League, the league which I have won the only four years it has existed. Yeah. Um, and I would really like to five feet. I'm I'm pretty sure I've won four. I'm going for five. I've I lost count. But uh, I lost week one to Joey. So then in week two, I, oh, so then after week one, I posted in the chat, well, that's it. Five Pete's dead. Fire sale. Come get the, come get my studs. Let's go. Whatever. Woe is me type thing. Well, I may have overreacted um, (laughs) because I was the top scorer in week two with 230 points, which was actually, Jesus, 40 33 points more than the second score highest scoring team so yeah. i did i did pretty good Wasn't i did pretty bad. good Wasn't too bad um it helped that garrett wilson went off and i actually had him in my lineup mm-hmm. so i lucked out there but andrews and lamar jackson had a big game so it's nice to get off the schneid um there's been a little bit of confusion in that league because we we actually found we found a sleeper's weak spot scheduling yeah you can't do a double matchup yeah. in a week on sleeper so now we're realizing that, and so the way we're going to do it <clears throat> is that um, I'm going to just manually score the, I mean, the scores, basically everybody's points for will be accurate because yes. your team will still put produce points, but I will have to adjust the records for the wins and losses, and then everybody will either have one additional win or one additional loss that I won't show up on the site. It'll right. have to be completely manual. So hopefully that doesn't cause problems, but multiple people messaged me, you included. I did. Kind of freaking out going, you know, I'm playing the same guy I played last I, week. I wasn't da-da-da. freaking out. Okay. I was, and then I, at the end I said, in Ralph I trust, so <laughs> we're good. Yes, there is a commissioner paying attention to this league who <laughs> is at least functional. So, uh, so I, whoa, nine for 89 and a touch for Najoku. Let's He's go. a game. 
That's awesome. It's funny. I in my best ball with my coworkers, I almost dropped him today. Ooh. And I thought, meh, let's just leave him in there. Well, he'll probably be my scoring tight end this week. That's well, one more week. Um. So. Uh, so anyway, I'm gonna have to manually score it, and there was definitely confusion. I just, but I, for continuity's sake, for the weeks I'm gonna have to double score. Good work. I just made it the same matchup every single time, so nice. it, it yeah. was just consistent. So anyway, uh, let's see. Are there any others? Um, that we want to talk about. I did not calculate how well I did in them, but I've definitely got some, uh, yeah, I've got some real doozies of some bad leagues and I've got a lot of one and ones And so it's, sure. you know, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I am two and oh in frozen. So I gotta, you know, keep all those wins in my back pocket for when your team takes off. Well, it already did one game don't you have Tua or did you trade him no I have Tua he ruled my bench you had two on your bench who'd you start Burrow and Burrow and Herbert I'm not starting Tua over Burrow and Herbert you kidding me (laughs) you might want to start Tua over Burrow it's possible (laughs) anything is possible all right you want to hear about a little drama I've been waiting three weeks okay as you know I have a new strategy, which is, of course, I'll always put my best lineup forward. For sure. With the exception of my taxi squad. Because if I have a player who is young enough to qualify for the taxi squad, I will put them on the taxi squad. I don't care how good they are. It's subjective. And there's no rule stating, like, when they get to this objective level of being good, you have to bring them up blah 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 blah. right so i uh so so i've done that in all these leagues that i don't care a lot about and so i you know and we had we've already talked about it here and all that stuff so i get a message um all right, here we go. Eight days ago, I get a message. We'll just call this guy Baker. Baker. It's it's a it's a Baker Mayfield pun name, as there's a million of them on Sleeper. Yeah, okay. of course. Hey, man, don't want to put you on the spot. Now, is he... He's not the commissioner, is he? No, he's not the commissioner. Oh, and Wait till this, you hear the conversation was this, the commissioner. Was this a DM, or was it just... This is the... a DM. Okay. Hey, man, don't want to put you on the spot. But you can't sandbag the season. I wanted to say something before the week started, since I'm up against you. R3 Dog. In Legion of Doom? Baker. Yeah. R3 Dog. Is my lineup illegal? I'm setting my best lineup, with the exception of my taxi squad. (coughs) Baker. Come on, man. I mean, I believe we've all been doing this for a while. Dot, dot, dot. Taxis for guys that are developing rookies. Dot, dot, dot. None of those guys fit that criteria. Dot, dot, dot. Two of them are probably going to be pro bowlers this year, if not all three. It doesn't benefit me at all harping on this, but it's bad juju, bro. Dot, dot, dot. Hey, leave Juju Smith-Schuster out of this. In this league, my taxi is Micah Parsons and Kyle Pitts and Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Okay. And (laughs) my... Okay. Our three dog. Aren't second-year players allowed on the taxi squad? Question mark. Baker. 
I said my piece, dude. You want to play it that way? Fine. Dude. R3 Dog. This one's genuine. What makes a player too good for the taxi squad? Seems like a very subjective line. I get what you're saying, but my team isn't going to win. I'll put out my best team, with the exception of taxi. There's no parameters for them being too good for it. If I put Garrett Wilson on taxi, and then he's wide receiver one at wide receiver one mid-year, would you expect that I promote him? Question mark? <laughs> Baker. Dude, I don't really want to get into get into <laughs> it with you. If they were on your taxi last year, I'd be like, whatever. But they weren't. You purposefully put them there to get draft leverage. That's like I you said, just figured you it out. You do you, bro. <laughs> R3 Dog. Absolutely I did. The rules state nothing against it. Taxi's a place for first and second year players. There's nothing stating who is too good for it. Uh-huh. Baker. Okay. R three dog. Also, Lawrence and Pitts aren't even good weren't even good week one. It's not like they went off. And then we go to the league chat. Do 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 gotta find it. Give me a sec. Pickens had a great catch this game. Who did? Pickens. He had a one hand over the shoulder catch. Let's see Pickens go. Um, seven days. Um, Come on, throw out the fire myth. Daddy needs some points. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, this is great. Okay, hold on. Um, wait for it. I'm glad oh, you were prepared. This is for great. This. Really radio. glad you were prepared for this. We're saving the drama for your mama. incomplete come on catch that one johnson okay here we go so a guy swoops in now and says he pins a message and this might be one of the commissions i can't remember so out of the blue but obviously baker has had had contacted him just wanted to point something out from different sections from the bylaws we have the area about tanking and starting the best possible lineup on your bench we also want to bring attention to the fact that draft order is based on reverse max points four, and the taxi squad players do count toward that, so there's really not incentive to stash stud players on taxi. So, for the record, I don't have time in 35 leagues to go check the bylaws and decide if that's how it's going to be. Right. If my team's bad, I'm putting my best players on taxi if they qualify, yeah, yeah. and I'm moving on with my life. <clears throat> but I know very well that that might not help my draft status right. depending on the league. Okay. Uh, we didn't know that was the case last year. We don't have that reflected in the bylaws. We're making everyone aware of it now. And we'll replace players on tax review this week if you want to make any changes, da-da-da. Um, so I said, has it been max points for all along? Kamish? Yes, it has. We weren't aware tax points still count towards that, but they do. And I said, okay, so then certain people can get off my case about my taxi choices. Laffy face, laffy face, laffy face, laffy face. <laughs> uh let's see we'll just call this guy w in the bylaws that's how we did non-playoff teams draft order last year commish so basically there's no benefit of putting studs in taxi they will still push your draft pick up i said makes no difference i ain't winning yet so then this w guy says yeah we want to make sure there's competitive matchups on a weekly basis for the rosters that people have and i said right but i start my best lineup with the exception of the taxi because now I'm thinking, there's no way, out of principle, I'm taking those three players out of taxi. But if they want to start competitive, 
it's still based on max points anyways. So the weeks don't have to be all competitive. I know. We'll get to what their issue is. Grr. Yeah, if the taxi wasn't counting towards the max PF, then it would make a lot more sense. I did that in a couple leagues where the draft position was based on record. After I got a couple summer injuries. Okay. Uh, commish. Yeah, there's no benefit to the team owner. It's only a negative to the rest of the league because it may give someone else a win they wouldn't otherwise have gotten an effect playoff qualifiers. I said, so R3 dog. Yeah, but it's subjective. Who's to say who's too good for the taxi squad? W, round or top two rounds of startups are players that most would consider good. Agree to, d- to disagree on a lot of players than the top IDP off the board in startups, talking about Parsons. Mm-hmm. But again, you're saying, well, these are top whatever. It's all just opinion. Okay. Uh, then my friend Baker finally chimes in in the group chat. You're missing the point. It does you no good to keep studs in your taxi. The only other reason to do so is if there's collusion going on. And then W says in most cases. And then Baker sends a screenshot of my three taxi players. And he says, that's not subjective. Jesus. W says, as a commish, we're not saying collusion. Just what, bol- what, just what commish said. Baker. I didn't want you to put you on blast, dude. And being honest, I screw myself over by doing so. But it's shady because I play him this week. Wait. How is it collusion? Exactly. There's no collusion. We'll get to it. You're but... not helping anybody. You're, the whole league is, isn't going against those players. There's sure. No collusion. By the way, this is about the point where I changed my team name to number one taxi squad <laughs> and, made, and made my team just, image just, a taxi cap. Just poking the bear. <laughs> poking the bear. So I said, if you're telling me that I'm not allowed to have taxi-eligible players on my taxi, I'm going to need to see the rule that states that. If Pitts get hurt, gets hurt, can he stay? How many weeks of being horrible makes him taxi-eligible? I mean, come on. He's been horrible so far. Yeah. Uh, and then I said, in response to the bl- being on blast thing, again, I just said, Baker, you're adorable because I love killing him with kindness. You know I do. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know I do. Uh, so then comments about the drama, um, you know, I'm upset I'm not involved with the drama. My response was, what drama? My draft pick isn't affected by my taxi and no one playing me has to face Pitts, Tilar, Parsons, so we're good. W, listen, we're not making anyone do anything. I don't personally, I don't personally see the point of keeping them on, but it's not my team. Seemed like a move to help draft position. Like I said, in other leagues based on record, we just want to make sure you knew about the change. Um, but then, but then Baker, your opponent in week one, you played twice this year, essentially giving him four wins for free. Is everyone okay with that? (laughs) (laughs) And then Grimm's. Oh, Grimm's. It's all a hook to get people to listen to our three dogs podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your listen, Grims. And I said, oh, to be clear, it was absolutely a move to help draft position. I do it in any league I'm not competing in. I'm in 35 leagues. Don't pay attention to which ones have max PF. The other guy says that's fair. Uh, (laughs) And... I said, Baker, if I was less mature, I'd bench every player and truly give away some wins just for you. All right, so then this was the point where I started posting memes of 
uh fresh prince in a taxi random chicken a taxi there's taxi driver clapping i like it so we got a lot of those and then one guy says well that backfired so we got just have a whole bunch of taxi stuff then i did a pitts meme or a pitts gif and i did a lawrence gif and i did a parsons gif um a guy suggests taxi taxi squad rating rules like we had in westeros yeah well that's juicy i mean i like that you can't do that for this year i threw in the uh greta thunberg how dare you you know i like that what fire me with fire me with fat pat um let's go so yeah so there was some of that so then oh god there's more uh just a little oh, bit I love more. It. just a little bit more and then we can wrap this up um I go to Baker. Uh, Okay, I go to Baker and I say, feel better now, LOL. (laughs) Because now it's confirmed. I'm not actually helping. You know, nothing is actually happening. And he says, not really. Other IDP leagues would have thrown you out for that BS. Tanking is shady. You can justify it any way you want. And I said, throwing me out? That seems a bit hyperbolic. Oh, come on. I think uh, Baker's new name should be Karen. <laughs> Jesus. Karen Baker. All right. So now I've got a DM with the commish going on. <clears throat> all right. So now I've got a DM from the commish. Right when all this is happening. Yeah. Who's that? Who's 23. He was out of bounds. Oh, it's a defense. Yeah. All right, so the commish messages me. Hey, bro, at this point, it's somewhat entertaining messing with Baker since he's making a stink of it. But at the end of the day, it does alter the competitive balance somewhat. If you would move the taxi, we would appreciate it, since it is such a high-dollar league. You don't have to. No one's policing taxi, but it would be nice. And that is reasonable to me. Yeah. Like, I have no reason to whatever. And I said, yeah, he's being a bizzo, and now I just want to mess with him. I don't care that much, but there is a point to be made about the subjective nature, about who's eligible for taxi. And he says, oh, absolutely. It's very subjective, not in our rules, definitely not forcing anyone to do anything. And I said, and he keeps calling me a tanker. I'll maintain that the only loophole I use is the taxi squad. I always start my best, best lineup otherwise. He says, yeah, exactly. I look through your team. Otherwise, I don't see any other terrible starts and sets. I said, exactly. But you know I can't let him get his way at this point, right? I mean, he's been messaging me about this all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says, I know what you mean. I would look at it as you being the bigger man and helping the commissions run a competitively fair league. But again, it's up to you, homie. And I said, I live on the high road. It's very boring. And he said, that was funny. And then I said, I gotta admit, my new team name's amazing. He goes, it's perfect. So I just said, let me troll him another day and then I'll switch it out. I'm gonna make him tell me who he wants me to put on on my taxi. I'm going to make some lineup changes for my friend Baker. Just remember, I'll switch him back. So this was the point. <laughs> I forgot about Jesus this. Christ. This was This was amazing. I went through and I benched every stud I have. <laughs> and I put in, like, I was starting, like, Cephas, who's projected for under a point. I was, like, every, like, it was ridiculous. He never noticed that and said anything. <laughs> um, um he said yeah i was gonna say the same thing troll him till game day yeah um so anyway he he understood and uh and definitely i so i said the next day i said 
All right, anytime you want to switch out my taxi, go ahead. I'd like it to be Alec Pierce, Garrett Wilson, and George Pickens. And he said, nope, those players are way too good for taxi. <laughs> and I said, that's it. We're fighting. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, that was kind of a long uh, kind of a long sharing, but I hope you enjoyed it. I mean, he was tenacious, though. He wasn't backing down. What a whiny baby. What a Karen. Goodness gracious. I don't use that term a lot, but that's a... Yeah, I don't like that a, term, but, a, but it fits for him. Karen Baker is a new team name. <laughs> Karen Baker. All right, wrapping this up. Wrap it up. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends, share it. It's Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I got one thing to say. And that's Dave over there. Yes, Dave. Danny, set your lineup. Danny, set your lineup. All right, and remember, I'm manually scoring Frozen. Yes. Nobody else bug me about it. Don't do it. All right, we're going to watch the end of this glorious uh, Cleveland Browns victory. we'll also do a lot better next week. We'll try. Bye, everybody. Bye. He kind of looks like Romo a little bit. He's got a <laughs> Romo face. There's worse faces you could have. True. You could have Jay Cutler's face. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, great defense. <laughs> <laughs>